Empower Radio presents The Dr. Julie Show, All Things Connected. Break through the illusion of separation, explore the infinite field of possibility, and make connections that inspire. Now, here's your host, Dr. Julie Crawl. Hello and welcome, everyone. You're listening to The Dr. Julie Show, All Things Connected. Each week, we gather right here to make connections that break through the illusion of separation. The world is changing. The global pandemic created the conditions for radical change in how we live and how we relate with everything. Nothing will ever be the same, and there's no going back to a so-called normal. The COVID-19 virus has been an evolutionary driver for whole systems transformation. This means complete change on an individual, cultural, planetary, and cosmic level. What does all of this mean and how does it affect you personally? You are invited to participate in the co-creative emergent design process and build a new world and new evolved normal. I wonder what that is. Today, I begin a new series by giving you a teaser of what you can expect in the coming months. I'm going to sit down and talk with some of the world's most creative and attuned evolutionary leaders about co-creating a transformed tomorrow. And I'm so happy to introduce this topic with my bestie. I invite you to take a few deep breaths, open your heart and mind, and settle into your essential wholeness as I introduce our guest. As a medical intuitive healer and spiritual guide, Cheryl Lynn reads the energy beneath your words, working deeply at the cellular level as a spiritual conduit, bringing you back into alignment with the truth of who you really are. Cheryl Lynn is the author of the forthcoming book, Wise Beyond Your Fears. And like I mentioned, my bestie and thought partner for over a decade now. Welcome back, Cheryl Lynn. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And it's been over a decade. Wow. <laughs> I know. I of this like morning, <laughs> I just thought of that. And it was like, wow, it has been over a decade now. That is so cool. Mm-hmm. We met each other way back. It's I think it's been closer to 11 years, actually. So very cool. Very cool. I hope you're doing well today. I want to ask you, how did it feel to hear me say the author of the forthcoming book, Wise Beyond Your Fears? <laughs> it was exciting. The first time I've been announced that way. And I, um, I think we yeah, just I was decided. Say it's so official. So I just yeah. threw it in there. It's yeah. getting official. Yes, I just uh, just okayed the cover. So yes, it's almost here. <laughs> Almost. Do you have a like? Do you have an estimate for the date release? It will be in the beginning of the year at this point. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Good way we'll to be start. watching for it. Thank you. Great way to watch. Yeah, we will be watching for it, and we will be starting off 2022. If you're listening to this in real time, and if you're listening to it at another time, you'll get a perspective of when this book comes out. But it's it's going to be a goodie. We'll definitely do a show and and share more about wise beyond your fears in the future. And I'm glad to have you back for this conversation today. I'm going to be doing a series, which will start in March of 2022, and have some of the world's most 
brilliant, amazing, creative people on. And who better to start than with you? I'm so excited <laughs> to have you muse into this as a little teaser for me. So thanks for joining me to kick off this new series. So <laughs> it is exciting. And I am looking forward to, like I said, the, the world's most brilliant minds from intuitives, astrologers, and psychics to esteemed scientists, biologists, sociologists, and researchers, to spiritual leaders and indigenous leaders and evolutionary leaders. We're going to paint a more comprehensive picture of what's going on on the planet and try to help the whole see itself as whole. I think this is an important piece, is that we, as the whole, can begin to see ourselves as whole. So, this conversation is important, and let's begin... Cheryl, with a simple question, You're, you might chuckle and giggle when I say this, because a few minutes ago we had a little text exchange, and I started laughing because I knew this was going to be your first question. So, Cheryl Lynn, <laughs> why did you agree to do this show, and what does co-creating a transform tomorrow mean to you? Well, it's funny, interesting, because um, when I read uh, your message and you wanted to talk about a transform tomorrow. I thought about how time has seemed to have changed. Our our idea of time, the way it feels. You know, for me, I'm very intuitive, so I'm very sensitive to energies, that, as are you. Um, and time doesn't feel the same. So when you say mm-hmm. tomorrow, it's it's it it kind of made me think. Well, tomorrow's now, and now is tomorrow, and, and we're not waiting, and things are already have already changed on so many levels, and we're in this constant evolutionary process. So, what do, what is tomorrow even? What does that even mean? <laughs> I know that sounds a little out there, but but it really had me think about um, what does transforming tomorrow or a transform tomorrow actually mean so um so it was a good it's a good question to put out there i think that that you know we we think about having dreams and visions and you know how we want things to be for future generations like those are the kinds of things that we think about when we think of tomorrow but there's also that saying tomorrow never comes so where are we right now and what has changed and how have we already been evolving our consciousness Mm -mm. those are good good pieces of information to throw in the conversation and and as you were saying that um i'll share with the listeners after a while about my own experience with time because you're so right like there is no future to leap toward and so what is tomorrow i love that you drop that into the conversation i think it's super 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 important the other thing that was fun hearing you talk about this is that it obviously comes down to this eternal moment of now. Like the transform tomorrow is co-created in this moment. And I'm sure we're going to talk about that over and over and over again as we look at a transform tomorrow um, is that we've already literally created it and some of us just aren't aware of it yet it's kind of an interesting dynamic isn't it Mm -hmm. yeah i'm thinking about um 
One of the things that came to me, actually, you were the catalyst for it because we were working on your business. We may have even talked about this on the show before, but <clears throat> where I was shown the, we'll, we'll call it, I mean, it's, it's kind of like a holographic image of the matrix of your your mission in the world, your work, your, you know, for some people it's their their actual business if they have their own business. And when I first started seeing this and experiencing um, what, what someone's mission actually looked like, all of the dreams and visions that you have for the future, even if you had them when you were a little kid, like you've imagined that someday you'll be in, like I did when I was a kid, I wanted to be, conduct an orchestra. Well, metaphorically, I have kind of conduct, conducted orchestras in different ways, not just literal one with musical instruments. But that vision that we have in the, in the present or ones that we've had in the past actually already exist. And on some other level of our consciousness, it already is done. And it, it's just like in a different timeline, in a different dimensional reality. And when we tap into it, it feels so familiar because it's kind of eternal. It's always been there. It's, it's something that we're, we're bringing forth into this reality that we're living in. But I believe just because of my experience with these, these matrix um, activations where we just open up all of the possibilities in the hologram of what's possible for you, each individual, and then, of course, everything that's connected to that on the planet and how we're each moving within our own um, sphere, but there, it's all connected. Mm. Which kind of answers I, your usual <laughs> usual question <laughs> about how is it, um, what does all things connected mean? Well, there's one way. <laughs> there's another answer for it. Well, the the thing that's fascinating before I move on that I I, I was hearing that, that this is really cool is that yes, on one dimension, all of that is. It is. It is what it is. You know, it already like you said that when we take the time out. And we're on many dimensions here and many timelines here that even our childhood visions and dreams have manifested, you know, so that that's really cool. I love this. I love this. I want to go deeper into it. But the other thing that popped when you were talking that I thought was really cool was that as I was listening to you, I was also hearing that the vision that I had as a child of the future and the vision that I had as this young girl of my work on the planet, that that vision like carried me to the end of time in the third dimension. Like it carried me to the future in time space to really move me into this space of complete transformation, my own personal evolutionary dissolution of separate self. So like it got me here and now we step into this place of co-creating in a whole new realm. Does that make sense? 
<laughs> That's a big concept, but yes, it does, it does make sense. We're we're definitely going down the wormhole here. Yeah. We're, I'm yeah. saying wormhole, not rabbit hole. Wormhole. <laughs> it feels like a wormhole. I like the, yeah, the, the, yes, because it, it, it is, this is a tough thing, and you, you brought the time and the tomorrow, and what is a transformed tomorrow? Well, we are in this place of transformation, and um, our relationship with time is changing. Our relationship with time-space perhaps is already transformed and some people are you know just doing life like they've always done in their relationship with that those dimensions but within many um it does create anxiety and fear it's like like i said there's no more normal and we're not going back so what's the new normal and perhaps there's just an evolving normal that will never be normal. <laughs> It'll just be <laughs> what's emergent in this moment. But the importance of doing this show in this series, to me, is to really activate and engage each and every listener, our friends out there, that this transformation is personal that this time of radical change is not something out there that is happening in different places or stages or even to stay in our mind and imagine all these dimensions and say, what do you mean there's, uh, it's the end of the third dimension? You know, it's like, it's not out there and different from us. This is us. It's this transformation is in us and of us and with us. And we are the change and there are things that we can do and are doing right now that is co-creating the new world that we have been dreaming about. It's seeding it. And our own vision is evolving, I imagine, the way you just said this. So the, the, it reminds me of the lyrics for A Million Dreams um, from The Greatest Showman. I My granddaughter's been singing that. I've had it. It's... It's introducing my new book. It's in the very beginning of my new book, um, This Million Dreams, where we can live in a world that we design. It says, I think of what the world could be, a vision of the one I see. A million dreams is all it's going to take. A million dreams for the world we're going to make. And it's almost as if in this present moment, we're seeding, the, we're, we're, we're seeding this new whatever we want to call this new world. And part of that is staying in this present moment so fully that we're in that emergent design process. It's like the, the only place that we create the new world, the world we want to see, the world we want to make, the world we're going to make is literally co-creating with that emergent design process that co-creative emergent design process it's, can you say more about that i think that you are a really good one that knows how to tune in to that impulse that that inner voice that god creator spirit source whatever we want to say and learn how to co-create in the present moment you've spent decades studying how to stay present and listen to to that voice. And this is very personal for you. Can you say more about that? Yeah, I um, 
I actually, something came to mind as you were speaking, and there, there is, even in this moment right now, as your listeners are listening, your mind can go many, many different directions and probably is, especially since we're talking about some pretty deep, deep concepts here. And the mind can, you know, like, what do they mean? What do they mean? So, but in this moment, as you kind of notice where your mind is going, there is, there are multiple directions, but you actually have kind of a, one of the things that's emerging is this conscious awareness of the multiple truths and quote unquote truths of being a human on the planet at this time in history. And so for instance, in the past, I'll just use myself as an example up until recently there was, I had felt a lot of pressure to be, to do everything right, to get it right, to be, how I'm supposed to be, a good mother, a good daughter, a good friend, a good healer, all of all of these identities and roles. And as I've kind of been emerging and tuning into this bigger field of possibility, I've realized that all of that doesn't matter anymore. It really is about allowing ourselves to be divinely guided into the truth of who we are beyond our human self even, beyond our everyday, how we have identified ourselves and how other people identify us, into something more. And the more is really our full capacity, what we're really capable of. And one of the things that I just absolutely know just from my, from my own life as well as, you know, people in my life that I've had these conversations with, that we're capable of so much more than we think we are. We feel often helpless or that we're at the mercy of the government or at, we're at the mercy of our church or our teachers or whatever we have kind of deemed to be knowing more than we we do but the reality is is we are interconnected and we are connected to all of the information that's available there's not just a special few that get to tap into it we 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 all have that and when you really take some time to be quiet to be still it doesn't have to be a formal meditation practice but something that stills your mind enough that you can open to what's actually there. What you start to realize is there's a lot of noise, you know, and especially if you're listening to a lot of other people in the news and, and hearing things that are happening. And then there's a, a clear truth that is also emerging. So yes, there's all this chaos and, you know, in the environment, in the environment with floods and freak freak weather patterns, and all sorts of you know, and and COVID and and other disease processes that are happening. There's all yes, 
all of that, it's not, it's not to turn a blind eye to that. It is happening. But right alongside of that, if you really tune in, there's also this amazing energy that's emerging. And um, one of my friends, Katie, who is a beautiful, another beautiful um, intuitive, she, she said, can you feel the Christ rising? And this was not a religious statement. This was not her saying that, you know, the second coming of Christ. She's talking about Christ consciousness. And there, right alongside the, um, all of the chaos is also this beautiful evolution of our, I'm going to call it our heart, our heart opening to more compassion, more love for ourselves and for others and recognizing that connection that we all have. It's right there. And the more we can connect by being quiet and stilling the mind, the more that we connect to that which is rising. And the other stuff becomes, again, just noise that we have, we'll be able to have a clearer, a clearer picture of what is ours to do. What is our part to do about the chaotic stuff? Mm. Well, both you and I have experienced some major change um, in this year. And and I, I think that this, I, I want to just say that the the way you introduced that was beautiful. Thank you. Of really the... Um, the the energies when you tune in that are are emerging right alongside of the dissolution that's happening, and um, this idea that there's well, my friend Jude just said this morning. I I loved this quote. I said, "Are you using this quote? You need to use it everywhere." But she said, um, "There's no separation. It's." differentiation <laughs> you know it's like, like that. <laughs> isn't that nice and yeah. i said jude did you hear that it's rhyming it's really a nice like meme it's not separate there's no separation it's differentiation and that each of us are attuned to this new energy each of us are attuning and we each have a unique capacity to step into a fuller expression of ourselves as that. And to step into the differentiation, which is an important piece. I, I was, and I think I just shared this with you earlier, um, maybe last week, if I didn't, um, and you're hearing it for the first time, you can comment on it. But before break, I just want to drop this in, is that um, I had an, an evolutionary leader client say to me, that um, he was jealous of another person. Like he saw someone that was being successful, doing his work, and it was like, I want to do that. And I had that idea, and that's mine to do, and that's what I should be doing. And they're getting so much attention, and what if it's too late for me? And what if now I can't? You know, it was like the most, it, it was just this 
interesting moment. And I just said, almost just intuitively said, these are our moments of celebration. These are our moments to be so excited that that impulse of evolution, that impulse of creation is really working and visible in all of us. Like we get to celebrate other people doing their part because then we don't have to do more. Like like one example is I have a friend who just wrote a book on the science of consciousness and healing. And I'm so excited. It's like more proof on the consciousness of healing and and what that means energetically for us. Let's all celebrate each other from that place of differentiation and really tune into what's moving in us because it's not too little, it's not too late, it's not a competition. Um, We're all here to do our part. I have no idea why I'm talking about all of this with what you just said. (laughs) It's like it's totally such an important point for all of us to hear is that there's really no separation. The heart cells are going to be the heart cells in this planetary body. The liver cells are going to be liver cells. And every heart cell is needed and still divinely unique and differentiated. So I'm going to give you a minute if you want to say anything right before break, because that was a lot out of my mouth. And um, I'm curious if you have anything to no, add to that. No, it was so perfect because as I was saying what I said before before you began, um, I was thinking I I was I was feeling that some, there would be a few in the of the listeners that are going to listen to this that are listening to us and thinking, well, you know, I'm not really con- contributing anything, and you know, I haven't I haven't had any breakthroughs, and I'm not feeling like there's any hope here or whatever you know, all that mind chatter. And so what you said was perfect because it addresses that. And we're just the ones having the conversation publicly. But there are so many across the planet right now that, that are doing things that are more visible. And then there's everyone that is doing something and or experiencing some changes and might not attribute it to you know, a global shift, but it's those little things like all of a sudden you see the way you're talking to your partner differently or your grandchild or you're getting impulses to do things that are different than what you did before or or even having the desire to to create something new. That is the begin that that is the spark that then turns into the flame, that then turns into the fire. Mm, I like that. Thank you, Cheryl Lynn. We're talking with Cheryl Lynn. After the break, we're going to get more personal. What's Cheryl doing now? What is she feeling? What's changing besides how she talks to her partner or a child and how we talk to ourselves? I'm going to share my personal journey. I've had a COVID year of complete transformation. So stay with us. You're listening to The Dr. Julie Show. We're here with Cheryl Lynn. And after the break, we're going to have so much more. We'll be right back. The Empower Meditation Channel. Non-stop meditation music 24 hours a day in the new Empower Radio app. Music to empower your meditation, help you relax, sleep, or provide a calm background while you work. The Empower Meditation Channel is interruption-free. Listen now with the Empower Radio app 
free in the App Store or listen online at empower.fm. Soothe your soul, calm your mind. The Empower Meditation Channel. You're struggling with your mortgage. You think about it. You don't do anything but think about it. What are we going to do if we lose the house? Where are we going to go? At work. I can't let anybody find out. I'm so embarrassed. At dinner. How can I tell the kids? It's going to wreck their lives. And at 3 o'clock in the morning. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to get through this. What's going to happen to us? It's time to stop thinking. It's time to start dialing. Call 1-888-995-HOPE for a free government program that offers expert one-on-one advice about your mortgage options. I'm all alone. No, you're not. We've helped over a million homeowners and we want to help you. And now there are more ways to help. Call 1-888-995-HOPE or visit makinghomeaffordable.gov brought to you by the U.S. Treasury, HUD, and the Ad Council. Today might be the day I drop out of school. Today could be the last day I try. My parents alone can't stop me. My friends can't even stop me. But you might be able to. With United Way, you could tutor me, be my mentor, or volunteer to just read with me. If someone had helped me earlier, I might not be struggling. And studies prove that kids who read well by third grade are more likely to graduate. There are tons of ways people like you can help kids like me stay in school. And United Way is calling for you to be one of them. Because it takes 12 years to create a graduate. It takes about the same time to create a dropout. And the difference between me becoming one or the other could be you. Make me a success, not a statistic. Take the pledge to volunteer now at unitedway.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. It's me, your heart. High blood pressure is serious. And if you think I'm just going to keep ticking away, you're wrong. I can quit whenever I want, but I like my job. Just treat me better. Maybe we can do some exercise on occasion. After all, we're in this together. Don't let your heart quit on you. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get yours to a healthy range before it's too late. Find out how at heart.org slash blood pressure. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. Now, back to the Dr. Julie Show, all things connected on Empower Radio. Welcome back. Hey, if you're inspired by our conversation today, I invite you to share it with others and perhaps listen to it again. You can do that by visiting my website at thedrjulieshow.com, where you'll find all the archive links as well as a listing of upcoming guests. Again, that's thedrjulieshow.com. And on the leading edge of personal, social, and global transformation, what we're talking about today, I invite you to be a way shower, a change agent, and make connections that inspire and accelerate our collective awakening and planetary healing. Stay connected every week with my newsletter where you'll find meaningful content, opportunities, and inspiration. You can sign up at juliecrawlemail.com. That's Julie, K-R-U-L-L, email. Dot com. Today I'm here with Cheryl Lynn, and you can find Cheryl at thecosmicconduit.com or CherylLynn.com, and you're going to find out so much more about her forthcoming book, Wise Beyond Your Fears. It's, it's a keeper. You're going to want your own copy of that, so watch for 
that. And Cheryl, welcome back to the second half. Um, wow, that first half didn't go anywhere where I thought that was going to go. <laughs> but that's how our conversations go. You know, <clears throat> I mentioned before the break, um, we've both been having so much personal transformation. And I want to make that be personal for our friends out there who are listening and then uh, perhaps help them tune in so that they can really look at their own personal journey here and what is really different now, this radical change. So I've I've been on a new evolved trajectory from that old idea of ego dissolution to an evolutionary dissolution of self and separation. And it's not just a growing up developmental stage of consciousness and maturation. It feels like an evolutionary process of complete radical change. My relationship with myself, my body, the earth, and the world around me, everything is so completely different. My relationship with time and space has completely shifted, like we talked about in the first half, and you know these things differently. Who and how I am in my body is radically different. I'll share some of mine, but I'm wondering, what are some of your stories of radical change now for you, Cheryl? Are there some other things um, that you can share about your path that would help our listeners out there today? Yeah, as you were introducing this this part of the show, I was thinking about, um, really, for me, this time has been kind of coming out of the closet, and two parts. One is I feel like I have spent a long time getting ready to get ready. (laughs) And Mm. I I know some of your listeners are going to relate to this, which is why I'm sure I heard to share it. Talking about things, maybe, maybe dipping your toe in and the feeling of there's no more time for that. It, It came over me, especially over the last couple of months where you, you need to do actually be more in action on the things that are inspired action, not just, you know, not running around trying to make something happen, but all of these impulses that I've had that I've kind of been a little wary of, like even, even this book's taken a very long time to write. Although many of my author friends say, yeah, the first one can be tough. Um, and I know, you know, you, you talked about, writing your book for a long time before you actually finally published it, your wonderful book. Um, and um, But it was that kind of thing. And then the other part, the coming out of the closet part, I have, and this is, this is very personal, and um, people may or may not relate to it, but maybe in some way in your life you've had this experience where you have something that you know is really who you are, but you're afraid of being judged for it. If you really, really were fully yourself, someone's not going to like it. It's going to upset someone. It's going to upset your a relationship. It's going to um, have you be criticized or the, all those kinds of things. And for me, it really is around my work, which um, can look very weird <laughs> to, to the average person. Um, you know, uh, a lot of my healing abilities and psychic abilities, I 
I've known for a while that there was more possible, but I was kind of afraid to say yes to it because what would that mean if I, it, first of all, there be, it felt like a big responsibility to say yes to being able to read on a deeper level, read energy and have um, what I'll call cosmic helpers come in um, and, and actually be the cosmic conduit that is taking energy from different, um, different realms, different uh, experiences of consciousness and bringing them, allowing them to come through me to assist others. So, you know, it, I, but I finally, over the past few months, I finally said, yes, I, I accept this as who I am. And there are, there always have been people that will judge me and there always will be people that will judge me and it doesn't matter. I'm here to do a particular kind of work. And this is something that I have it was like I, I, I knew once I really said yes, it's like the, the feeling of now I'm really myself. Now I'm really who I am meant to be. So that's when I changed my website over to thecosmicconduit.com from Sherilyn.com because that was part of it coming out of the closet as a conduit. So that was, that was a big shift for me personally over the past few months especially but it's been coming for a while you know what and as i listen to you i hear that um you have been pre- you have been preparing for this for uh, maybe many many lifetimes obviously but but mm-hmm. you have been in this lifetime preparing for this moment and when i was listening to you about coming out of the closet and being afraid to be judged that literally in the consciousness of separation in a 3d world your skills gifts um capacity to heal may seem really weird to people in that consciousness and as i was listening to you it was like it makes complete sense in the new world it makes complete sense in other realms and in our understanding of consciousness of the whole of unity of of our interconnectedness it's like there's no reason to fear judgment anymore when you're already in that realm because it's the laws of that universe like the laws of the other universe the universe of separation and duality don't work in this other realm and there's new laws there's new ways yeah get what and, i'm saying i i do and actually as you're as you're speaking about it one of the things that's changing is that we ha- we have science to explain a lot of things and it, and that's increasing which is fantastic and i'm not a science oriented person although i appreciate when someone can explain what I do in scientific terms. Um, but we're moving into a time where, where that whole idea of, you know, I just, I just think of um, uh, this guy that I used to know, and he would, he would literally cross his arms when you'd start talking about things like this and say, prove it, 
I want to see the proof. <laughs> you know? And yeah. I'd be like, well, you know, I mean, I can, I can show you examples. I can give you testimonials, but you know, I don't have scientific proof. That's probably going to appease that part of your mind and that wants some sort of explanation. And I think we're moving into a time where we're recognizing that, that kind of like when you say, say things like the heart knows, the heart knows what the truth is. Like there's no proof there. There's just this feeling, this deep sensation of that is the truth. That is, that is something that is a truth. Mm. Well, you've walked beside me um, since I had COVID earlier this year. I've had COVID twice. I've survived. I'm okay. It's been an evolutionary driver. It's been a good thing. And with this last bout of COVID and fever, um, I've had profound transformation, um, not only in my relationship with time, which has been fascinating, the things we're talking about. I, I had five lessons that emerged um, during the fever that I wrote about that were just just like profound new ways of stepping into nothingness and timelessness. But the other thing that's been radically different is the dissolution of separate self in a, a different way, not in the old psychology dissolution of ego way, but in the way you and I've talked a lot about ego and it's not a bad thing, but how I am in my body and how and what I identify with, um, how my body's responded to this new way of identifying more with the spiritual and the global and my wholeness and having, um, my relationship with that come from a whole different perspective. And that's been fascinating to me. It's been, I don't even know what more to say about that. It's just, um, can you, go ahead, can jump you, in. Can, yeah, no, cause as you're talking, you know, we, we, um, for your listeners, we spent a, a week together and I watched you be a completely different person. So from an outside perspective, from an outside yeah. perspective, um, the thing that I noticed was, well, you know, for, for me, the biggest thing, because it's been an issue for me and you and I have had many, many conversations about how do we step out of constantly thinking about our weight and dieting and all of that. And we've tried all sorts of different things and you literally have a different relationship to your body. I witnessed it and I was like, wow, what is that button that got, or that, that thing that got turned on or, or shifted because it was, it was such a, an amazing difference. It was just like not an issue anymore. That, that was how I saw you with food it was like you ate when you were hungry you didn't eat all that much you know you you moved when you wanted to it just you it was amazing to watch you be so different around that one particular thing but it also spilled out into other areas where it just felt you felt more relaxed in general like you weren't 
you weren't trying to figure stuff out like you had in in quite the same way. It was more of a settled feeling. Yeah, I think it brings me back into that emergence and into the moment. And um, there is a relaxation. Uh, one of the the lessons really is that it's not my will versus thy will. It's like um, thy will is thy will. It's kind of like a surrendering to this impulse and then just relaxing into it. And And it was as radical as pushing a button, um, something happened and I, I, I'm not thinking about food. I'm not obsessed with food. I'm not thinking about my body. I'm not obsessed about my body, my body image, um, how I dress, how I look. I am, something is radically different. It's nice. You and I've talked about it. Like if we could, teach this what were they what what is that we should do another show on it because we probably have a lot of listeners going I want some of that how did we do that (laughs) but literally um in that state of being my body's just releasing weight now you know and every week I just release more weight it's just been a a process of me not trying it's just a process of me being um, being transformed mm-hmm. and just, you know, allowing from that, that space. Well, I didn't know that I was going to talk about that either. <laughs> I thought I was going to talk more about time, but thank you. I think that is um, some of our stories of real that, see, tomorrow's already transformed because we're in it now. We're already in that in a whole way. You know, you've talked about your relationship with the earth and the environment and media and just this whole shift of consumerism, materialism and responsibility. And and there's so much to this entire conversation. Let's, we have about 10 minutes here, maybe eight minutes for, for us, Cheryl, here in the show. And let's kind of shift into perhaps inviting our listeners to just maybe you can do an attunement with us just a little brief meditation and invite our listeners to really reflect on their own life in a new way right now i'm wondering if you can do a little um guided meditation or just a an attunement for them and bring us into that heart space and and help us all really notice what's different in us, within us, around us. Beautiful. Yes. So let's start by taking a few deep breaths and breathe deep into your belly. And that really when you breathe into your belly and allow the breath to sink deep in, it really helps you be present in your physical body. So just taking a few deep breaths. And just really with the intention of just any thoughts you have about this conversation or what you're going to do next after you listen, just allow all of those thoughts to fade into the background of your consciousness. You can even imagine them going behind you or up floating away. Just all that pressure, just allowing it to release 
so that you can be fully present right here, right now. And wherever you are listening, even if you're driving, obviously you don't want to close your eyes, but even if you're driving, part of your consciousness can drive while you also are allowing yourself to feel the presence of so much more than the you that is in the physical body that you're in. In your expanded self, the one that's connected to everything, the one that's connected to God, that carries aspects of that which created you. When you feel that, you might feel a little tingly sensation. There's no need to try to feel anything in particular. We're just waking up that part of you that may be going through your day kind of in a less than fully conscious state, just waking up yourselves, waking up your awareness. And from this awakened, more, more tuned in state, Feel the presence of other dimensions of yourself. So there's the you that's living your life that you could describe what you did today. And then there is what's beyond that. All the potential that exists within you, all, all that you are connected to. And now from this place, ask the question, well, it's not really a question. Just say to yourself, show me. And you're saying that, show me. In the most expansive way, willing to be shown whatever it is that you're not seeing. It could be something as small as Wow, I really am walking without really noticing the beauty around me. Maybe that's what you're going to be shown. Maybe you've been on a particular trajectory in your life, in a relationship or in your work. And you've had questions about what to do next. And maybe show me for you is a next Maybe big, maybe small step that you're to take. There's no striving here. There's no need to go hunting for it because you are connected to all of consciousness. It's right there, like a hair's width away from your awareness is the expansion of you. And so this is something that you can do at any time where you just open to possibilities. You're saying, yes, show me. Show me what's possible. Show me 
keep it open-ended. Don't ask specifics, but know that those kinds of things are what can come. You just say, show me. You never know what's going to evolve. <laughs> and I want to uh, attribute that. Uh, I'm not sure she was the one that, that originally taught it to me, but my friend Jennifer Huff um, had had me a long time ago make a post-it note that said, show me. And what I learned from doing that and then also um, sharing that with clients and friends, you when you when you say show me, you really have to be open to seeing anything <laughs> it really it really you have to be ready to be shown some amazing things about yourself and about life and what's possible mm. i love that thank you that was wonderful and in the context of our conversation today it's a, a beautiful invitation for all of us to just sit in that space and that spaciousness with the question show me to see what wants to arise from this co-creative emergent design process of what we're going through. We are literally living through a co-creative emergent design process. Isn't that exciting? We are, <laughs> we are living in a time on the planet with this transformation, a transformed tomorrow where we are in a co-creative emergent design process with the universe itself, with the cosmic, with the Christ light that you were talking about. We're doing this. This it's it's an auspicious time. And put that in context with the question, show me, and wow, wow, to what might be visible, you know? Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Cheryl, thank you so much for joining me today and being a part of this conversation. Um, in a few months' time, we're going to really crank into co-creating a transformed tomorrow and bring on, like I said, some of the world's most interesting personalities and brilliant minds. And it's going to be so fun. I'm looking forward to it. I'll have you back to muse again, and we'll have you back to talk about your book. Watch for Cheryl's new book, um, Wise Beyond Your Fears. I love the title. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is wonderful as always. And um, I look forward to your series be great mm. well thank you well i have kind of a long um quote that i want to leave you with today a reflection from my COVID experience when i was journaling and i just want to read this one paragraph here without the executive function of my mind engaged my awareness is grounded in an expansive space with what is innately important valuable and sacred there's a reorganization and reprioritization with that which is holy. And I put holy with a W in parentheses, whole and holy. Moment by moment, I have an opportunity to choose love, wholeness, and beauty. And then again, more love, wholeness, and beauty. With the choice, there's a natural attunement to a healthier future, to doing the next right thing, to creating greater wholeness in all things and all areas of life. This choice is like a non-choice, a non-mental choice. I'm surrendering to the higher good moment by moment. My perceived separate self has joined my executive mind in the back seat 
and my sacred self, my intuitive, true self is following the lead of the divine design. The choiceless choice is to follow and be led again and again and again. I trust this moment, this experience of complete aliveness will lead to greater love, wholeness, and beauty, and therefore build a better future. You've been listening to the Dr. Julie Show, All Things Connected. Remember, together we are creating connection for the good of the whole. Until next time, I'm sending you a world of love. Bye for now. Mm -hmm.